It's Friday, March 31st, 2023. I'm Josh Rollerson, and this is Pennsylvania Legacies, the podcast from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. When Montgomery County first got into the trails business back in the 1970s, trails were seen as recreational assets, one of the perks of living or working in a community that could afford them, and not much else. At the time, it made sense to take on projects piecemeal and fund them using a patchwork of local, state, and foundation money, whatever was available. That approach worked well for decades across greater Philadelphia. So well that, by now, much of the so-called low-hanging fruit has been harvested. Trail investments are increasingly subject to the law of diminishing returns. Meanwhile, a lot's changed since the 70s, thanks in part to those pioneering trail development efforts. These days, trails are considered a must-have, not just for their impact on local quality of life, but as economic drivers in their own right. And especially in the most urbanized parts of the state, trails have become more and more integral to transportation networks. This was all happening well before passage of the Federal Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act in 2021. But that unprecedented infusion of federal dollars into alternative transportation comes at an especially opportune moment for places like Montgomery County and its neighbors. Right now, the Delaware Valley Regional Planning Commission is getting ready for the two-year update to its Transportation Improvement Program, TIP, which determines how federal transportation money will be spent in the region over the next 12 years. In the past, that spending has tilted heavily toward road projects, as you might expect, but with the introduction of brand new funding sources under the infrastructure law, in particular the Carbon Reduction Program, there's now an opportunity to take the circuit trails to a whole new level. After all, when it comes to carbon-neutral transportation options, nothing beats a good trail system. Matthew Edmonds with the Montgomery County Planning Commission has been exploring the idea of using carbon funds to bite off much bigger chunks of trail development throughout the Circuit Trails region. He's our guest on this episode to explain how. Matt, welcome. Great. Thank you, Josh. Good to be here. Tell me a little bit about your job as it relates to the Circuit Trails initiative and more broadly to transportation around your region and making it uh, reducing carbon emissions within that space. Yeah, sure. Uh, so as you said, my name is Matthew Edmond. I'm the Assistant Director of Transportation and the Long Range Planning here at the Montgomery County Planning Commission, Southeast PA, just outside of Philadelphia. Uh, I've been here at the Planning Commission for almost 19 years doing transportation. And so one of the things that is essential to our office and my role is to be involved in our region's programming of federal and state transportation money. And that covers everything from highways to uh, local roads to sidewalks and trails. Um, I get my hands dirty in lots of different types of projects. Uh, some of these are initiated by the county itself. We own roads, we own bridges. Uh, other things are initiated by our municipalities, others by PennDOT or by studies that, that come out looking at different things to, to do to our system to improve it. Uh, and so I've been involved in a number of, uh, of updates of our, of our regional budget for federal and state transportation money. It's called the TIP, stands for Transportation Improvement Program. And so we often fund uh, some of our regional circuit trails through that. Uh, we also have staff here at our agency uh, that that's their job is to plan out our circuit trails and find ways to fund them and manage them. And so I work with them, too. And, and trails are, are interesting, Josh, right, because, you know, they're transportation, but they're more than transportation. And so when I first started my career, they were seen as recreational. Now they're seen as a transportation asset, which is a good thing. There's funding for that. Uh, and so I have my hands in not just, you know, the roads and transit and, and sidewalks, but also in trails. 
And so I've been working with our trail folks to help plan and program uh, their efforts to get circuit trails built in Montgomery County. So how have you historically worked with the state, with PennDOT, and with, you know, I guess your other partners and stakeholders in the region toward trail construction, again, as, as you said, in this environment that's been shifting gradually from a recreation focus to more toward transportation as such? Yeah. Well, I mean, Montgomery County has done a lot for our circuit trails over maybe the last 35, 40 years. Uh, we were one of the first ones in the region to start building trails. Uh, it's called the Schuylkill River Trail. It's nationally known, nationally recognized, goes from Philadelphia all the way out to Reading. And uh, there's been one or two gaps in the last five years that we've been trying to fill and another partner county has been trying to fill and we're almost done. Uh, so Montgomery County has, has done a lot to, to build these things out uh, over time. And the importance of of trying to put these things together and, and piece them together. Um, we built that. We built the Pennypack Trail uh, recently, which uh, will connect to Bucks County and comes out of Philadelphia. We built the Perkyoman Trail maybe 20, 25 years ago. That was part of it too. Um, and for the most part, we've done these things on our own with our own money. Uh, occasionally, we've tapped into federal and state funds to, to build them. But for the most part, we've, and I'm proud to say, we've put our money where our mouth is, using our own capital budget, using money that we raise just from our, our usual uh, revenue sources. So we've really made that an investment. Um, but over time, it's getting harder and harder to do more circuit trails. A lot of the easier trails have been done. And so, you know, now you're dealing with utilities more often and railroads more often. Uh, you're dealing with homeowners more often. Uh, and so one of the things that we're finding is that uh, the trail segments we need to do cost more money than they have in the past. And so, uh, you know, using regional, federal and, and state transportation funding might be the way to go to do this rather than recreation grants or uh, or capital budget money. Can you explain a little bit more about that sort of economy of scale and why is it that uh, that a county or particularly Montgomery County is so well positioned to, you know, to do these kinds of more ambitious things, perhaps more efficiently? Yeah. Well, you know, every region has a mix of different cities and counties, right? And they all have different things in them that that raise tax revenue or different assets or different infrastructure. Um, you know, in our region, Montgomery County is very fortunate that uh, we are the second most populous county in the region behind Philadelphia. And actually, we're the third most populous uh, in the entire state of Pennsylvania. Philly's number one, Allegheny is number two, and then Montgomery County is number three with about 856,000 people. Uh, we're actually larger in population than four states. So we we have a lot of human capital here in our county. And as a result, we also have a lot of uh, economic capital. We have King of Prussia, which is a, a mega regional center and uh, the third largest employment center in our region behind only Center City, Philadelphia and University City in Philadelphia, which is where University of Pennsylvania is. Uh, King of Prussia is a, a major economic engine, and it's all contained here within Montgomery County. We have lots of other business parks. Uh, we have a lot of industry uh, in different parts of the county. And a lot of that is created because we have more transportation assets than probably any of the other counties besides maybe Philadelphia, where a lot of this stuff meets. Uh, we have numerous major interstate highways. We have non-interstate highways. We have uh, seven regional rail uh, lines for in the SEPTA system. Uh, we have about 50 different bus routes, uh, about 45 rail stations. We have the high, North Sound High Speed Line, which is sort of like light rail. So we have a lot of these things that, that has have been here and have developed really as sort of the crossroads of our region. So that makes for fertile ground for trails. 
because you have uh, electric lines and, and electric corridors and, and old rail corridors and, and places that you're able to, to sneak trails through. So we've been very fortunate, you know, having having everything, having grown up the way they did with all these assets, uh, it lends themselves to good places to either want to go by trail or to actually put a trail into to get to that place you want to go. And so here we are in 2023. Obviously, you guys, you have this track record. You've been doing this for a while, know what you're doing. And now all of this federal money is about to hit the streets. What's special about the moment we're in and what are you trying to do to take advantage of it to maximum effect? Yeah. So what, what what's special is that the, uh, I'm going to throw some acronyms out here, right? So the IIJA, uh, Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, uh, it's also known by another name, another acronym, because federal government loves acronyms, don't we all? Uh, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, BIL. So I'll just call it the BIL or the bill from, from here on out. Um, but that was the $1.2 trillion infrastructure uh, law that was passed in uh, uh, November of 2021. And everyone talks about it, rightly so, as a transformative investment in our system. Uh, it's important to note that a lot of that carries over and increases funding for all sorts of transportation and infrastructure uh, needs that the federal government's been funding for decades, right? So it increased our base levels a lot. But it also introduced a couple of new funding programs. And, you know, as I've looked over the BIL, I have noticed that, you know, in addition to, to reauthorizing stuff that's already there, Congress really put an emphasis on alternative transportation in that bill. There's a couple of new pots of money uh, that really are meant to fund those sorts of things, uh, uh, you know, uh, en energy efficiency and emissions reduction. There, there's a lot of emphasis on that. Those are the real winners in the BIL, I think. Uh, inner city rail as well, but we're not going to get into that today because this is a, a trail podcast. So, uh, but those are like the big winners here. So one of those pots of money is called the Carbon Reduction Program. And so that's going to put uh, about 6.4, 6.5 billion uh, into our national economy over the next five years. And that is meant to reduce emissions on the transportation side. And so that's where we think trails may come in uh, with a possible new source of funding that we could use to, to expand our trail networks throughout the Commonwealth. I mean, what kind of impact are you anticipating that, that that would have? Like, what is the potential for trails to really reduce the carbon footprint for transportation in your county? You know, it, it's been hard to measure so far. We have uh, trail counters out all around our county and all around our region. Um, and we find that uh, some of the heavily, most heavily used trails, you might have uh, a couple thousand people using them per day. On some of the lesser ones, you might have several hundred. Um, you know, for what it's worth, those are taking people off the roads. If uh, th those people have shifted to how they get around, um, then, you know, that's a, a benefit. It, it's really hard to, to measure that sort of thing. But here in Montgomery County, uh, regardless, we tend to believe that it's important for people to have choices how they want to get around. So whether they're using a trail to recreate or whether they're using a trail to, to get to a job or to run an errand or to go somewhere in particular for a certain chore, um, you know, it's still, it's still getting people to shift and to do something different that is carbon-free or reduced. Uh, so we still see benefit to, to doing that. And we want to see our circuit trails expanded because we want to give people those choices on how they want to get around. So looking at the piece of that, that includes people trying to get to work, like where is your workforce commuting to? Are they mainly close to home? Are they going into the city or or, or what? And how does that connect with the, the larger circuit initiative? Yeah, our, our workforce is everywhere. They're, <laughs> they're starting in everywhere and they're going everywhere. And what we find is that Montgomery County actually is a net importer of jobs. Um, more people are coming into our county to work than are coming out of our county to our, our surrounding neighbors. Uh, and so we've seen the Squick River Trail in particular 
help to facilitate that a little bit. I don't have any solid numbers about, you know, who's using it to commute per se versus recreation. Um, but I can tell you that the Schuylkill River Trail follows a, a, a SEPTA regional rail line uh, that has grown tremendously over the last 15 years. And along that rail line, you know, it starts in center city, Philadelphia, and it hits some really important employment sectors. Uh, it comes out to Maniunk, which is a, a very important and uh, fashionable and growing neighborhood in northwest Philly. Uh, continues on, hits Conshohocken, which you know is, is a borough. It's just another riverfront borough, but they've transformed themselves into a, a real urban employment center. They have you know 15-story buildings, uh, residential and office and everything. They've really grown up along the river. And then Norristown, which is the county seat, which is where I work. Um, and all of those places and some others in between, uh, they are massive economic engines for Montgomery County. And the School River Trail goes right through them. So uh, just yesterday, we actually had a ribbon cutting for the Chester Valley Trail. Uh, that's the second most heavily used trail in our region. It comes out of Exton in Chester County, which is another big employment center. And it comes up into Norristown, connects with the School River Trail. And so we're confident that we're going to see people doing more work commuting because now they actually have trail connections that get you all throughout the region and connect all these employment and, uh, and residential centers. What needs to happen specifically with the tip this year to make all this come to fruition? What are you What are you focusing on? Yeah, so uh, here in southeastern PA, our um, our MPO Metropolitan Planning Organization they do the, the the planning for the entire region, and there's specific federal things that an MPO has to do. One of them is uh, is update the tip. They have to work with uh, PennDOT. And they have to update the tip to make sure that we have uh, the projects we want in there and that all their modern costs are in there. And it's a 12-year tip. And the tip, like I said, is really just a budget. It's a federal and state transportation budget. Uh, it covers 12 years. So everything has to be funded within those 12 years. And, uh, you know, other places, uh, you know, other states particularly, they might update it every three years or four years. Pennsylvania, we tend to do it every two years in conjunction with uh, PennDOT central office in Harrisburg. So we'll be doing that again this year. And with carbon money now coming into our region, we have about uh, $52.5 million of carbon money spread out over the next four years, $20 million in the, the year we're in, and then $10 million in each of the three years after that. Uh, and so we need to start thinking in our region about what we do with that money. Um, carbon is extremely uh, flexible in what it, it provides for, right? The only thing that it doesn't provide for is expanding your roadway network because that, you know, would, would probably add emissions to your air. So carbon reduction program or carbon, as we call it, is not for that. But it's for a lot of things that uh, the TIP already funds and that our federal government already funds. Uh, you know, public transit is eligible for this money. Sidewalks and, and bike lanes are eligible for this money. Uh, ITS, which is called Intelligent Transportation Systems, if you've ever been on, say, uh, you know, the Blue Route here in uh, in our region in Southeast PA, they have these little, um, they're almost like mini traffic lights at certain on-ramps, you know, that, that meter traffic to go in. That's part of what we call ITS intelligent transportation systems, or if you've been to other regions in America where, uh, you know, they have a, a shoulder that opens at a certain point and overhead things, and they, they allow you to use the shoulder at certain times, that's ITS as well. Um, that's funded through through carbon. Uh, congestion pricing, charging and fueling infrastructure for electric vehicles and other types of things, like all that's covered under carbon. And one of the things that carbon also covers is trails. And so this gives us the opportunity now to think as, at least as a region down here, as we plan for our next tip, to start debating, you know, do we want to use this money to improve our trail system, to expand the circuit? Uh, it gives us an opportunity we didn't have before, because there's other pots of money that we can use for trails. 
Um, and we're using them for trails here and there, uh, but we're also using them for other things too, sidewalks and transit. And so for, for carbon, it's like I said, it's a brand new pot of money. It's probably going to continue past those initial four or five years uh, because, you know, Congress tends to re-up these things every so often. They rarely ever cut programs. Um, so we need to start thinking both the short term, the medium and the long term, you know, should this money go towards trail building? We have a, a once in a generation opportunity to take a significant amount of money and do something uh, innovative with it. When you think about the opportunity and a lot of the time we're just talking about infrastructure, like get the trail miles built. I mean, is that kind of the main focus? Is there kind of a, if you build it, they will come approach or do you actually also account for you know, engagement and programming and actually getting people on the trails and making trails a part of people's daily life. Is that, is that part of the thinking? Yeah. I mean, we, we do all of that, Josh. Um, you know, at the County level, our, our trail planners are always engaging people about, you know, using the trail and, and what new trails we want to build. We have trails in the circuit, um, you know, that, that we're pursuing, that we've done studies on, that we go out to public meetings on. And our uh, uh, parks department, actually, they have a piece of that as well, where they go out in the community and and have, uh, uh, you know, uh, they publicize the trails and, and try to encourage people to do it. So, you know, we're, we're always out there trying to do all of those different pieces together. And uh, yeah, there's probably a level to it, which if you build it, they will come. I mean, certainly if you don't build it, they will not come, Right. right? Um, But again, you know, it speaks to what I said before. We really believe that it's important that we give people opportunities and choices for how they want to get around and do things. And we're confident from our experience with other projects, uh, trails and and other things too, roads and sidewalks and things that, yeah, you know, once you have it in there, you may not get everyone using it, but the people who are using it are grateful. They're glad that they have an opportunity to do it. And, you know, people, when they have choices, they decide to make life choices, bigger life choices based around how they can get around. And the trails all feed into that. And you can see how this could really catalyze some exciting things within the Circuit Trails Network. You know, one thing that the coalition has been focusing on, and particularly uh, our PEC staff in Philadelphia has been really active on this, is this kind of project of reconceptualizing what we actually mean by trail gaps and how we set priorities to fund different projects. Is it, you know, toward maximum mileage only, or do we also take into consideration socioeconomics? Obviously, there's an emphasis on environmental justice in all the federal legislation. Where do those come together for you? Is I mean, is there a, a consideration toward which communities get priority or which projects get priority along those lines? Yeah, I, I think for us, uh, our biggest priority is connections. You know, we want to make as many connections as we can between trails that are meant to carry a lot of people. Um, what, what we find, especially in our region, and I suspect this is across the whole state, but I deal with it down here, so I want to speak for other, other regions. You know, but our municipalities tend to build their own networks. And so we see that as sort of like the the local roads of the system, you know, and our circuit trails are like the highways or the principal arterials, the ones that we want to be the widest, the ones that we want to carry the most people that connect the most places. And so we're we're in a, a mad rush to, 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 to build out the major routes that we want that get you, you know, from here to here in the county and then here to here and connect with that and get you over there. Um, so that, that's really what, what drives us. Like I said, we have the Schuylkill River Trail we built, which goes along the Schuylkill River from Philly all the way out to Pottstown and Reading. We built the Perky Owen Trail that goes up in a completely perpendicular direction to the top of our county. Chester Valley Trail now comes in a different perpendicular direction from Chester County into Norristown. And then we built the Pennypack Trail out of 
of uh, Philadelphia that comes up to Bucks. And so some of the next trails that we want to do are ones that connect those four trails to each other. We built parts of them here and there, and now we want to bring them farther to meet up with another trail. And so that's that's really what we're after is the connections. And then our municipalities can build all of their local trails and connect to that better, more connective network. Is this approach one that you're seeing, you know, your your counterparts and colleagues in other regions, other states taking? How does this uh, fit with what's happening across the country? Yeah, I mean, generally, that's that's what we're seeing as well. I, I think our region is one of the more advanced ones uh, from what I've seen uh, in terms of building out and organizing. You know, I mean, certainly Peck has been instrumental in helping to get the circuit trails become a thing. Instead of Montgomery County having our trails, having a unified regional network, common vision, um, so, you know, I, I think just having that is probably a leg up on a number of, of, of major metros in, in our, our country. Um, and as far as I can tell, you know, the ones that are, are where we are as well, they're trying to make the connections too. It's just like we did with any other system in, in our country's past, whether it was the railroads, whether it was the highway network, you know, trying to trying to get the big uh, the, the big pieces to connect to each other allows everything else to fill in. And so I think that's generally where transportation is on, on any mode and trails being the most modern one. You've been making this case within the circuit trails community, highlighting the opportunity and kind of trying to push people in that direction. How is that going so far? What has the response been for, from others within the group? Yeah, you know, Josh, it's 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 been actually very encouraging. Um, we have five counties in our region that make up Southeast PA. Uh, and I'd say Philly and Montgomery County have been the ones that traditionally have been the most out in front, most aggressive at building our trails. Uh, Chester County in the last decade or so, they've they've gotten behind that they put some resources to it as well and so the other two delaware and bucks um just in the last couple of years they've started to realize that hey you know we have a role to play in this and and our citizens want these trails built they, they want to go out they want to jog they want to get to you know their job they want to have mobility uh and so those two counties have, have gotten on board too and so as uh i've talked to my counterparts in all those other four counties about the possibility of using the tip or, or using carbon funding to to maybe fund some bigger pieces of the circuit, get some more uh, uh, advanced parts of this system done. Uh, they've been very receptive about it because their their county leaders have realized that this is important too, and that's where it all starts, right? It starts with our elected officials. If they believe that that trails are important uh, for quality of life, for mobility, whatever it might be. Um, then that makes a big difference because our, our counties in particular, you know, they have substantial budgets and counties do a lot in PA. Um, they, they fund a lot of things. They tend to have big budgets and those budgets go to things that everyone needs. Um, but the ones that, uh, you know, ha have the vision and say, hey, we'll, we'll put a little bit of our money to doing this. They can get these things done. And we're starting to see more of our counties, at least down this corner of the Commonwealth, have been getting behind that vision. So this vision pans out, let's say, over the next few years. What does that look like? How soon would the impacts be really visible? Uh, what, what would you anticipate? Yeah, you know, I, I think so. But I also want to temper expectations too, Josh, uh, because different parts of the state, it costs different amounts of money to get things built, right? You know, it all comes down to wages for the most part. What we pay people is usually the bulk of what a, a uh, infrastructure project costs. So whether it be roads or whether it be trails, it doesn't matter. Down here to build a, a mile of trail is probably going to cost more than it might, say, in Johnstown or in Erie or somewhere else. 
So down here, our costs tend to be higher. So that's often one reason why we get more money than other parts of the state. We're going to get, like I said, 52 and a half million in carbon funding the next four years. Other parts of the state aren't going to get that much or nearly that much, but that's okay. It should help them build trails too. But for us, what it allows us to do is maybe build a $15 million trail segment, which might be four to five miles down here. And if we're talking about a, a circuit trails vision that's 700 some miles, well, you know, doing say <laughs> four projects at, at uh, 15 million each is only gonna get you 20 miles. It's not gonna necessarily make the circuit this huge thing that, you know, you wake up in a couple of years, it's almost built. It's not gonna get us there. It's gonna take a long time to really build out the circuit, but maybe, you know, we can use this money to tackle a really tough piece of the circuit. One that's if, uh, if a county or municipality just got a $3 million state grant, uh, to do, you know, they'd be looking for the other nine or 10 or 11 million and, and who knows where that comes from. And it's so hard to piece together money to build a project. So if we take a chunk of carbon and we build a five mile segment, maybe we can make those important connections, get people out moving more. And then again, build even further support for trails because they'll see more people using it because it'll get you more places. That's really the vision we're after. It's, it's not that it's going to build this whole thing in a day. It's that it's good. we're going to be able to do some of the tough stuff that we otherwise wouldn't do. It's also critical to making other parts of the circuit unlock. Well, we'll look forward to seeing how it goes. It seems like a wonderful opportunity and uh, I really appreciate you talking me through it. Matt, thank you for being on Pennsylvania Legacies. Thank you very much, Josh, for having me. Matthew Edmonds is Assistant Director of Transportation and Long Range Planning with the Montgomery County Planning Commission and also Executive Director of the Montgomery County Transportation Authority. That'll do it for this episode of Pennsylvania Legacies. We release new ones every other Friday, so check back in a couple of weeks for the latest release. Until then, check out the PEC website at pecpa.org, where you will find links and notes on this episode and many others that we've published over the years. You can stream them all right there in your web browser, or if you prefer, subscribe in your podcast app of choice. Until next time, for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson, and thanks for listening. Thank you.